What is up, y'all? Um, okay, so this will be this will be definitely the latest I've ever recorded a podcast. Because right now, sitting in my office, uh, it's ten forty at night. Just wrapped a work day. Nice fourteen hour work day. <laughs> um, and it got me thinking about, and this is this is great because uh, this will weave. A really funny story, a silly goose story with a message that I think is really cool and weird, uh, weird to, I guess, think about, um, as I've gotten older and yeah, it's weird. I, I, I guess you'll always hear on this podcast too, was this episode six already up to six, my babies. Oh my God. If everybody listened to the last episode too, with Joseph Gallant, uh, appreciate that. Um, I think it's one of the most listened to episodes so far. Um, especially if you listen to the whole thing, uh, we got a little silly goose at the end, um, with the throttlers. And also too, <laughs> if you, uh, if you suggested a, a new throt to go on the list, uh, thank you. Had a few of those. Um, definitely oversights on our part. Definitely all added that day. So you'll be happy to know they're on there. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. I don't like I've said from day one. I haven't had a goal uh, with this, um, but it's been cool. It's been cool to like right now. Like I just you know I'm, I'm dog tired. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, my screens to dry uh, as per usual before I leave, and I figured tomorrow's podcast day. I'm gonna do a podcast and get one out. Um, especially to this story. This story is fucking hilarious um uh so yeah so there's a i I tried finding it on my phone i can't find it on the internet but uh if you don't follow john mayer on social media even if you hate the guy which hates a strong word you shouldn't hate john mayer that guy's vibe on instagram and twitter is unbelievable unbelievable uh shane rise knows what i'm talking about joe obviously knows what i'm talking about Um, but he wrote something one time in a story and I screenshotted it and it was so true. Um, it was about social media and how we have access to so many people and we see so many people's likes and interests and lives. Like it was something about, we're not supposed to have this much, this much access to people's lives. I mean, think about it. I mean, if you're younger and listening to this, maybe you don't know a world before social media, but I'm 34 and social media really didn't become a thing until I was a sophomore in college. So it was MySpace, uh, junior year of college at Albany. That was when Facebook became a thing because you needed a college address to use it. But even like it hasn't like the last three years is when the oversharing really started with stories and Snapchat and Instagram stories. And you're, you're just constantly being flooded with um, what people are doing, what they like all the time. And it's true. Like I'm guilty of it. I mean, every single person listening to this podcast right now has unfollowed somebody, muted their stories. Um, because you're just like, I can't take this shit anymore. I can't take this person rambling on about something, whatever it is. I mean, I'm sure that there's people who have unfollowed me because they don't like me listening, you know, talking about Throt or Kitmore or whatever. Like I, I, Which is completely fine. Like anybody who gets upset about that stuff, it's like, bro. And when I say bro, I mean like looking at you two ladies, like 
you should never be upset when someone does that to you because like if they're not a close friend or your family member, who cares? I mean, I guess if they are, if they're close friends and family members, you have something to worry about, I guess at that point. But, um, who cares, man? Like you're not like I have 3,400 followers on my personal social media and 10,000 a pop on our, on our business pages. And like, I don't know who these people are. (laughs) Like, I don't know who any of these people, you know, I know, you know, I probably a third, I say a third I've met maybe, I guess. Um, and there's some people I've never met. Some people are great supportive people from a distance who say nice things about my company or about whatever my dog or my relationship or my life. Like I, I don't like everybody's got that. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You know, it's just like, but it's like what he was talking about was like, you get annoyed by people's likes. Right. And it's like, if this was 1970, you had no, you would have no idea what the word throat was unless you met me in person and talked to me. You have no idea my likes, my dislikes, my silly goose times. You wouldn't even be listening to this podcast to hear my random thoughts. So you can't be annoyed by someone that you follow of what their likes are. And it got me thinking. Um, I post to my social media how late I'm staying and I'm not doing it because whatever reason negative that you could think I do it because I like the process. I like being here. I like putting in the work. I know that it won't always be this way. I know that, um, I won't always have to be here this late, but it's something we have to do now because of the schedule we have this weekend. There's like three things converging at once and I have to get things done tonight so that the rest of the week is easy. Um, and we're a two man team. Uh, We'll be looking for a third person soon and then hopefully a fourth. Um, So, yeah, so it got me thinking, like, as I've grown, what makes me happy and what that means and how what makes you happy at different points in your life is completely fine. And you should let people like what they like at that time and at that moment. So what I jotted down it's going to be so much fun <clears throat> because I've never shared the second story. So I got three stories. One when I'm 10, one when I'm 21. I might've been 20. I might've been snuck into the bar. Uh, and one now when I'm 34 and well, let's say 33. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with the 33 year old story. Um, and it's basically to give you an idea of how different at different points in my life, something made me happy. Um, so let's jump into it. Let me get some water because I got a dry mouth. Sorry. Sorry, all right? I'm not going to drink espresso. If I drank espresso, I'd be up the entire night. It's already almost 11 o'clock. So here we go. <clears throat> all right. So uh, when I was 10 years old, before I found football, I was obsessed with basketball. That's like all I ever wanted to do, I was obsessed with the Orlando Magic, with Shaq. The first basketball game I ever went to when I was seven in New Jersey, Magic Nets. Any old basketball head out there will tell you they remember this game. It was the game when Shaq like tore down the entire hoop. I was I pissed myself. For some reason, I was terrified. I was with my grandfather. I didn't actually piss myself. I was just terrified because there was a delay and I was in a giant arena in a, you know New Jersey, which is the arm, you know, excuse me, uh, the most crowded 
part of America. Anybody from New Jersey, I'm sorry. I was about to say armpit of America. I lived there for two years. Uh, it was not desirable. Um, but shout out New Jersey. Uh, so, yeah. So, I was obsessed with basketball. And um, I had a basketball hoop in my driveway. And uh, we had a dirt driveway. Uh, no paved driveway where I grew up. Grew up on a dirt road. And uh, I played basketball all the time. I was obsessed with basketball and uh, I would tape dunk contests. I would tape like these VHS tapes uh, of like NBA jam session and stuff. And I would try to mimic all of the dunks and I would take a giant video camera and I would go out in my driveway and I would put in jock jams of volume one, (laughs) the yellow one, the best one. I believe the opening song was Wound There It Is. If you're under 25, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. <laughs> it's all right. Um, and I would edit the videos together of the dunk. Like it was two two VCRs editing for one video. And I would put like the Harold Minor dunk next to my version of it, but on like a seven foot hoop. Bowl cut, shack shoes, Fila shorts, probably some type of like co-ed naked shirt. Um, and dude, that I, I thought about this for a minute before I started recording. I was like, what the fuck made me happy at 10? And that's all I could think about. That was like, when I got home, I would do it till it got dark. I would turn on a light. Like that's all I did. My hands had permanent dirt stains on them. Like that's all I did. You can ask my mom. And because I was, uh, I come from a, a lineage of gifted, uh, ridiculous Italian men, uh, I was pretty good at it. So it was fun to, um, it was fun to do that. And that's what made me happy. And, you know, when you're growing up where I grew up in a town of 900 people, there's, there's no cul-de-sacs, there's no neighborhoods. Um, it was just, you know, me and my mom, and my sister, and, uh, not a lot of friends around. And I did that and that made me extremely happy. Um, and if it was 2020, you would probably be annoyed by the fact that that's all I would post to my social media because 10 year olds have social media now apparently and uh you'd be annoyed as fuck let's jump ahead jump ahead to 21 years old uh i went to college this is another story for another time uh, of how i got to this point but i was a skinny kid growing up i mean you look at me now i'm a thick boy 225 pounds of thickness uh trying to get down to 210 205 but uh, everybody knows me as a pretty big guy um, which is kind of weird. I don't know if I like that really. Cause I feel like a lot of people judge me for that, but it's hilarious when you actually start talking and people th- are astounded that you can actually like speak because <laughs> I'm a bigger guy. Um, but anyway, so, um, there is this thing up at UMaine and anybody who went to UMaine knows exactly what I'm talking about. It was called the hot body content. <laughs> The hot body contest, dude. It's a thing. Uh, it's before social media, so they could get away with it. It's a place called Ushuaia's, Yushi Bang Bangs. Uh, please let me know if you know what I'm talking about. It was a club, the club in Orono by the University of Maine. Um, a lot of people would go, ignorant as hell. Uh, there was always a fight in the parking lot. There was always somebody getting too friendly with each other on the dance floor. 
a lot of UMaine football players would go there. Um, some guys that I knew, a lot of Husson guys would go up. Um, but I remember my freshman and sophomore year, uh, I went up there in the spring because they would have a hot body contest. And the guys would go and the girls would go. I won't talk about the girls one. <laughs> um, but the guys one blew my mind, man. Because these dudes were like fucking gods, dude. Like they were like chiseled out of like these football players and some of these athletes. And it was never any hockey players, which is kind of funny. <laughs> it was always football players and basketball players. Um, like 15, 17 abs, you know, ripped, jacked. And I'm like, man, like, like I'm a big guy. I mean, I, I was the best shape of my life probably in college. Like I, you know, I had a pretty good physique, but I, you know, I was a receiver at Husson, you know, like I wasn't like that, you know what I mean? And, uh, so I was like, man, how fun would it be to win this? How fun would it be to do this? You know, like mind you, to do this means you go on a stage wearing whatever you want. Guys come out in their underwear. Guys come out uh, jokingly. Uh, guys would come out in like a suit and pull it off and they'd be in a thong. Most guys were in a pair of shorts or jeans, but some guys were in their underwear. I was like, man, I don't even know if I could do this. But how, how great would that be to, to like win a hot body contest, you know? Because the, the stakes were high. Stakes were real high. Like 100 bucks. Like a gift card to Burger King. Like the stakes were high. You know what I'm saying? And you were crowned Mr. Hot Body for that year. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm so happy that I find myself funny because th this is just absolutely cracked me up. So anyway, junior year. Excuse me. Uh, no, no, my God. Yep, junior year. So I, got, I transferred back spring semester junior year from Albany because I redshirted at Albany. Um, came back, finished my last year at Husson. So I'm back and gotten really good shape at Albany, really good shape. Um, and was feeling myself a little bit. And, uh, there was one that they decided to do. I want to say at the end of spring semester, it might've been in the summer. I'm trying to think, cause it wasn't like the one, it was just one that they wanted to do at a different time. No, it was the summertime. Oh, 100%. It was 100%. <laughs> this is the summertime. It was like June. It was like after classes got out, you know? Um, so they did one, and it was a guy's only one. So I was like, let me go. So I go with – who was I with? I don't want to say – Matt Mulligan was – Matt Mulligan was just there hanging out. Uh, Matt will never listen to this podcast. <laughs> My buddy who played in the NFL for 10 years. He was at Maine at the time playing. And uh, another guy, Ben Smith, was there who will never listen to this. Um, and who did I go with? I may have gone with my roommate, Shane Rogers, at the time, who I was living with at Husson. Yeah, that's who I went with. Yep, that's, we were living together. And I went up there, and I walked to the door, and the girl at, the, at, at Yushi Bang Bangs was like, oh, you'd be perfect. And I'm like, what? And I, I honestly, I was just going to watch. I mean, I wasn't going to watch. I mean, there's, <laughs> I was going cause I was a single man and I was 21 and a lot of girls went to these things. So, um, she's like, you, we need, she's like, we need one more guy. Like you, 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 you'd be perfect. Like she pulls up my shirt and at the time, 21 year old Kyle shaved. I looked like Bane. Uh, I was just like, Oh no, no. Cause I, I was stone cold sober, you know? And, um, she's like, no, 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 no. Like, like, like. 
here, take a shot. And she like gives me a shot of something, which I don't do shots at all. Anybody who knows me knows that I do not do shots. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, come on, come on. You can drink all, you can drink for free for the night. Now for a 21 year old college kid, you're going to say yes to that. So I was like, okay. So I start drinking because, you know, I have to go on stage uh, in front of people with the baby oil on. <laughs> so I get ushered to this room in the back, right? And here we are again. So this was kind of like the B team. Actually, there's a couple guys out there from Huston too, some guys that I played with, but a couple guys from UMaine too. And, uh, and like a real out of shape white guy, which is kind of hilarious because I don't know what he was thinking. But anyway, I mean, props to him for doing it. Um, I get back there. There's like a bottle of baby oil being passed around. Um, just just <laughs> got to shine, you know, got to got to shine up. I mean, th- th- that that was that was that, it wasn't like this was the first time that that's what these people like did. Like this is people who did these shows like girls, guys, baby oil is a thing. So. I'm in the back and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, but man, I want to be, I want to be one of those guys. You know, I want to be like a guy that's got the attention on him, you know? So I go out and the song that I came out to, I didn't, I didn't wait. What is it? Oh my God. Pretty Ricky. Yep. Oh my God. I, I had to think about it. I was going to say body on me. Grind on grind or grind on me by Pretty Ricky. Stop the podcast right now. Play the song. Okay, we're back. Um, that song plays. Like, okay, you're up. So I go out there, and I'm in a wife beater because, of course, I am, and a pair of jeans, and um, take my wife beater off. Fucking, <laughs> in my jeans, and I have a backwards hat, and uh, there's there's a whole album on Facebook of this. Uh, it's private. Can't see it. I post the pictures on my MySpace. Um, my MySpace. <laughs> my Instagram sometimes. Uh, and, uh, I am like dancing. I'm like strip dancing. (laughs) So I did the first round and they go, okay, uh, you're going to make it to the second round. Second round comes. I do the same thing, except this time grab a girl from the audience and I do a little, uh, dance with her. Uh, that put me over the top. Now I'm, I have a few drinks in me at this time, and uh, go to the finals. And I'm like, well, I gotta do something. So, wearing this is still at a time where I wear underwear. I don't wear underwear now, as I've, I think I previously previously discussed out here. Sans underwear. Um, and I'm wearing boxer briefs, and I'm like, well, I gotta drop my pants. I gotta be in these boxer briefs. So, I go out finals, pants come off on stage and I got hands all over me this is the zenith of my life at this time <laughs> and right as I'm about to leave the stage a girl grabs my underwear and pulls them down from behind and an entire side of this place a couple hundred people saw my cheeks I exit the stage and they start doing the tallies and 
Yeah, boy, won. <laughs> uh, I won $100 cash. I won a three CD disc changer because this was 2008, 2008, 2007, 2007, 2007, and a free month of tanning at a tanning salon in Orono. Guys, I was on top of the world. Top of the world that night. At that moment in my life, that was the thing that made me the happiest. 21 years old. I won a hot body contest. People thought I had a nice body. <laughs> and man, I got to the park. I walked out of the parking lot with 100 bucks in my pocket, which is a lot of money to a college kid, a three CD disc changer, and a really body oil covered tanning salon certificate for a month. And, uh, I called Peter Bissell. Shane was driving me home because I'm drunk. Uh, you have to be drunk to do that kind of stuff. And I called him and I, I told him, and Pete was losing his mind. And I told him that drinks were on me because, like I said, 100 bucks is like $10,000 for an adult. Um, and I was like, coming to Portland tomorrow. Drinks are on me. And I went home and I, I, I tried to shower off that baby oil. And I plugged in the 3D CD disc changer and I put in some sort of like new mix nine or something with a bunch of songs from 2007 on it. And it was the happiest I was in my life at that moment. <laughs> now, this was 2020. And stories and things like that got posted to me doing that, which I'm so thankful there wasn't. You would probably assume something about me and unfollow me. Moving along to 34. This moment right now. I'm the happiest I've ever been. My buddy just stopped by and... Uh, he came by because he <laughs> he dropped off a canoe for me. It's a canoe. Uh, it's Joe's canoe that I use in the summer. But uh, he can't have it at his house anymore. So guess where it is? In my office, in the back, uh, next to my kayak. So two more months and they can get out of here. But anyway, he came by and he sat down. And we were sitting here shooting the shit. And uh, he's like, man, he's like, it must be, it must be fun though. Like make your own hours, run your own business. And I was like, yeah, it is. But it's fucking terrifying, man, as I've talked about before. And, um, I was like, you know, thinking about that, I was like, I'm here right now. It's 1110. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just so happy. Like, you know, 10 years old, I needed to do that stuff in my driveway. 21, I needed praise from a bunch of drunk women. <laughs> And there's been other things that have made me happy, but like, man, I'm here and I know I keep touching on this and talking on this, but I get, you know, cause at, at night, the nights, the day slows down and you look around and you know, life moves fast and you're, you're not paying attention to stuff. And like, man, I'm just so happy to be here. You know, I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy that, um, I'm working late because we're busy. I mean, being busy, I don't take that for granted. Like Joe and I talked about, you know, um, and I get to go home and, uh, and see my dog and my girlfriend and, and, you know, I got some, some good friends and business is really makes me happy. You know, it really does. It, it's really fulfilling and rewarding. And, uh, it's funny how at 21, that's what made me happy in 10. And, and what makes me happy now is, um, being in here really late, um, working hard. And, uh, I posted that on my social media <laughs> and that's why I posted on my social media. Um, so moral of the story is, 
what makes you happy in life can change. And I'm a big a hypocrite as anybody else. Uh, I sometimes don't understand why people like things or why people do things that they're into. You know, why does this person like this? It, like, guys, we're not meant to have that much access to people's lives. You know, everybody loves Instagram. Everybody likes their likes and their hearts and their views and whatever. And um, I really, I, I, you know, I just post what I post because I like it. Um, and everybody else does too. Uh, you're not meant to know this many people's personal details of their life. If they are posting things that you don't like, uh, you don't have to follow them. Know what I mean? Um, and this isn't me saying like somebody has said they haven't liked what I post. Cause I mean, dude, I lose followers all the time. I mean, they're, they're one time I posted like a meme that said like, if you don't find this funny, uh, unfollow me. And, and this girl was like, okay. Don't, I don't know this. I don't know who this person is. It was a random person. Like, I don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't bother me. Um, but like, sometimes I do find myself looking at people's stories being like, why does this person keep talking about this? And I think like, well, it's not my business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like that. And also too, um, people change, man. You know, like what I'm trying to say is like, look at the three stories I gave you, you know, like that, those sound like three completely different lives. So you might have a friend who gets into CrossFit. You may have a friend that gets into a certain type of music. Like the beautiful thing is when everybody can all like different things, but yet y'all are still friends and you guys can hang out and you can have different interests and all that kind of stuff. And what, what is going to make people happy changes. So there are people around you that uh, are always questioning why you like certain things or why you do certain things. Evaluate, evaluate your friends at that point. <laughs> Real friends don't question why you do it your time. I love seeing friends that are into different stuff and just hearing about different stuff that they like, you know? So, um, yeah, that's kind of one to podcast. Uh, that was him saying that to me and that John Mayer quote really always sticks out to me. I wanted to read the, the thing. It was really good. I can't find it. Maybe I'll, if I find it, I'll, I don't know. Look, I think it's on his Instagram. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're not meant to have this much access to people's lives. So that's why I kind of, I do this and I kind of keep a lot more stuff private now. Um, kind of like that album of me doing the hot body contest, <laughs> you know, uh, but now everybody knows, or at least anybody who listens to this podcast, if you want to see the pictures, uh, let me know. Uh, or you can just go through my, if you don't want to scroll like years back on my Instagram or as I said before my MySpace, <laughs> um, I'll definitely show you. Oh, you know, maybe, you know what? I might post it for the cover. For, for tomorrow for this uh for this podcast so yep there it is um so yeah uh what what makes you happy can change and that's okay um so so yeah that's pretty much all i had to say tonight back to a 30 minute podcast ah oh my god any current events i don't know we're getting a snowstorm tonight does anybody live somewhere where they don't have to worry about snow dude like the one thing that that turns Every person, no matter what age they are, until an old person that cares about the weather is a snowstorm in Maine. You know how many people today in their 20s and 30s looked at me and they were like, well, fucking snow coming tomorrow. I, okay. Um, where do we live? We live in Maine. You drive in the snow in Maine. Drive carefully and drive slower. You can still do what you need to do. It's not like we're going to be snowed in. Like, I went to the supermarket earlier. People were in there getting, like, bread and eggs. Like, oh, yeah, man, like, if the power goes out and you're snowed in, make sure you got 
Make sure you got that bread and those eggs. It's really take you far. Anybody from Maine or anywhere in a cold climate knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Jesus. Uh, so yeah. How'd you guys like last week? I know the sound last week was a little bit wonky. I know, uh, there was Joe's mic was great. Mine was a little wonky. I got, I got to figure out, uh, you know, I got the two mics now. Um, so I think it's, I think it was just changing a certain level of something. Um, YouTube's great for instructional videos, so I'll, I'll get it figured out. But probably be a guest for a while. It's me, Silly Goose Time. That's it. That's what you guys are here for. Um, and I appreciate that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the story for today. I'm sure the only thing you heard out the whole thing was the goddamn Ushuaia story. I hope you took the message, though. Um, as I'm just joking. I know a lot of people actually uh, get the message and get what I'm talking about. Um, happy it's on iTunes now. Like, like. Was it like, review, and subscribe? I don't know. You guys know the deal. I don't care if you do. <laughs> um, it's on iTunes, on Spotify, stories for another time. Um, if you are a friend of mine and you know a story and you want me to tell a story, write to me, text me, message me. Uh, that's it. I think I have one lined up for next time, but if you got one, there was someone messaged me the other day and told me to tell a certain story. I don't, I don't know if I can. It's 2020. I don't know if I can, um, but we'll see. All right, guys, uh, this is going into the weekend. So whatever you're doing this weekend, I hope you have a silly goose time. Whatever you into, whatever makes you happy. I hope it's the happiest silly goosiest, goosiest time of all time. Yeah, I think that's it. Guys, uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I don't know why I sound like a goddamn radio host right now. I sound like a late night host. Uh, yeah, have a great weekend, guys. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>